This is an RNZ podcast. There will be a lot more public understanding about the issues and the trade-offs. And the fundamental question that, that I'll keep asking people is, if not this by then, then what by when? That was the Climate Change Commission Chair Dr Rod Carr talking to Media Watch back in February when the Commission released its draft blueprint for reducing New Zealand's carbon emissions. The idea was to get feedback before giving final advice to the government late last month, which the government in turn made public last Wednesday, which in turn made more headlines. Hey New Zealand, climate change is already hammering us and a new report says we need to make sweeping changes to cope. Now, back in February, the Commission was offside with the media from the start because Dr Carr and his team shrank the number of journalists who were given an early look at the report. Dr Carr explained to Media Watch back then they didn't keep the circle small because they feared the media, seizing on controversial recommendations while more significant stuff got sidelined. But he was clearly wary of that, and not without reason, as it turned out. Headlines about a shock ban on gas cookers and barbecues, for example, were thoroughly misleading, as were interpretations of the Commission's conclusions that farm herd numbers must fall by about 15% by 2030. Now, many in the media claimed that that would mean 15% less meat and dairy produced, even though the report said it wouldn't mean that. And even though Federated Farmers backed that up, there were takes like this on News Talk ZB. Or is there some greater, more deviant plan going on here? Are we going to be forced to be vegans? Or maybe it'll just be 15% of us uh, that have to be vegans, compulsory. And for the record, there was no compulsory quota for veganism in the report back then or in the one the government released this week. The recommendations that imports of petrol-powered cars should be wound down created more commentary than any other. Now, in other places overseas where cars are made and imported, like the UK or France, for instance... Similar targets for 2030 are already in place, yet back in February they were instantly dismissed as unrealistic here by some in our media. Oh, if you base it on something like Kiwi Build, I'd like to see it come in. The- and they're horrible to drive. If someone gave me a Tesla tomorrow, I wouldn't drive it. Now back then, as we heard at the start of the programme, the Commission's chair, Dr Rod Carr, hoped that by now there would be better understanding among the public and the media. So was there this time round after midday last Wednesday? Well, again, many reporters weren't thrilled about getting less than an hour to digest more than 400 pages of the final report before that press conference with the Prime Minister, who had her own responses ready to roll. I view the Commission's report as one of the most significant documents I'll receive in my time as Prime Minister. And after that, the time to quiz the PM about the report was pretty limited too. But the final report largely reiterated what was in the draft back in February, that farming and transport will have to change, along with energy use overall. The new report, though, took up less than 30 seconds of the midday news on TBNZ1 on Wednesday, and they described it like this. After getting 15,000 submissions, the Commission has made changes to its final report, saying its plans for agriculture and electric vehicles were too ambitious. Now, it is true that the new report had a lower target for EVs than first projected, and it isn't as optimistic about farming efficiency improvements, but the Commission had also underestimated how much land could be converted to horticulture, and it set more ambitious targets for cutting waste. Newshub's website at the same time focused on the cost of the switch to EVs in jobs with the headline Rapid Uptake of Electric Vehicles at Cost of More Than 2,000 Mechanics. But the EV switch also means plenty of expert technicians will be needed to mend those and manage them. 
Now, one bit of genuinely new news last Wednesday was just how much our emissions are now going up, though that didn't get much media attention. However, political editor Barry Soper did refer to it in News Talk ZB's Midday News before he wound up like this. Uh, and um, she said um, the impact would be immense, widespread and catastrophic, including for New Zealand, and she highlights uh, drought, flooding, heat waves and wildfires. So the apocalypse is about to come, it Jeez. would seem, unless yeah. we uh, take this report seriously. And a detailed plan on how this country can try and hit those new targets is due by the end of the year. Though judging by the lack of sensational responses this time about the end of cars, barbecues and slumping food supplies, the media are, unlike our emissions, on the right track now. On the day of the report was released, Hayden Donnell took a look at the coverage on Midweek Media Watch, talking to Karen Hay on The Lately Show. That's on the Media Watch page of the RNZ website, the RNZ app, or you'll find it in our podcast feed.